Meglan proves too much for cults and recavalcade as they call for the reinforcements of Jim Dietz from the HHWLOD network to discuss Godzilla versus Meglan. Welcome to Cult Cinema Cavalcade. The episode you are listening to will include plot spoilers and may contain harsh language. This is Cult Cinema Cavalcade. This is episode 130. This is Brandon, and as always with me, and your co-host, Cullen! I feel like I've been kicked in the dick. <laughs> Today we are here to discuss the 1973 film, Godzilla vs. Megalon, or as I like to go, Megalon. Cullen, <laughs> judge how you your way through the plot for us. The undersea nation of Cetopia... <sighs> Sends the gigantic Megalon to destroy the world above, and it's up to Godzilla and size-shifting robot Jet Jaguar or Jugular. It's like three different things in this movie. To Mark defeat Strong him. would say, Mark Strong would say, Jaguar. Uh, <laughs> Godzilla versus Megalon is directed by Jun Fukuda and stars Sukotashi Hideo Ochai as Megalon Komare as. Jet Jaguar, Kengo Nakayama as Gigan, and guest starring Shinji Takagi as Godzilla. If I said those names again right now, they would all sound different. That's, that's what I do. I murder names. <laughs> Enjoy us today. Uh, kaiju enthusiasts from the HHWLOD podcast network home to shows like the Nothing's On podcast and the Walking Dead TV podcast and star of Cult Cinema Cavalcade 100, Jim Dietz. <laughs> Always a pleasure, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. Thank you for including me in your uh, Kaiju Love Fest. I appreciate that greatly. Oh, yes, of course. You're you're a, you're a family member to this show. Of course you would be on. So. Well, thanks so much. And Jim, we let you pick which one you wanted. You chose this one, and you have history with it, and I want you to share <laughs> it with, with everybody. Well, thank you. Thank you for allowing me the moment. Allow me to paint a picture, if I may. Uh, it's uh, The year is 1977. I'm a young little whippersnapper. And my dad is taking me to the drive-in to watch Damnation Alley, starring uh, George Papard and Jan Michael Vincent, a uh, fine post-nuclear film. It's really not that good. Uh, with Paul Winsfield and... Uh, George Papard, uh, star of Tom LaBrie's uh, waterbed commercials. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> star of Banachek. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we're at the drive-in. You know, it's kind of like a dad and son thing out, and the second feature on the double feature is Godzilla versus Megalon. And I kind of like toward the end of Damnation, I like kind of drifted off, was getting tired because you know I think it was like eight, seven, eight years old. But when Godzilla versus Megalon started, I woke up again for some reason, and it was my first time ever seeing Godzilla on a big screen. I think I'd watched Godzilla before on like Saturday morning television or something, but it was the mm -hmm. first time I'd ever sat down and watched an actual full Godzilla movie on a big screen. And this movie has always been, it's always been my favorite Godzilla movie because of that. I mean, you always remember your first. Plus it is so incredibly goofy in so many ways that you can't help but just like have an affection for it. I mean, 
you've got the you know the 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 the, uh, the inventor of the giant robot and his uh, bachelor race car driver friend hanging out with a young boy of indeterminate relation to either of them. <laughs> right? Uh, so it wasn't just me. Te- I didn't just testing out, miss testing that. Out. <laughs> no, no, no. Testing okay, out good, really, good. really weird-looking water toys. It <laughs> felt right. It, it gave me, it gave me like sleepaway camp flashbacks with the two guys. Just like maybe they're in a relationship, possibly not. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, but... my, once again, my bachelor friend, you make me laugh. Ha <laughs> 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 yeah. ha. Yeah. This. Oh my gosh. Um, this is also one, the uh, one of two of God the Godzilla movies to be on Mystery Science Theater three thousand, yes. which is probably the more famous of the two. These episodes on DVD have become collector's items because the rights were revoked. Right, because uh, some, someone else owned this right. one and Gigan, especially those were Toho took a while to get those back. Like, didn't get those back for a while. There's another company that held on to those right. for at least now, these two. Yeah, but now that's like a, a sought-after, you know, um, DVD, I guess, the collector's thing. But again, it, this movie plays right into my love of Mystery Science Theater. Is mm-hmm. one of, I, I think it's one of the funniest episodes of the Joel oh, period, anyway. Well, in the clip, they use a clip from it in the intro for many years during the song. They legally can't sell that episode to people, but it, the clip of it is an... You know, how many episodes? <laughs> well, that I would suck that. if it hit all of those. If, if you want to jump ahead to that real quick, that tail ride thing, mm-hmm. what I oh. love the best about that is not only does he do it once, oh, he yeah. does it twice. <laughs> and it, it, he, like, gives him a two-slide to do it again. Yeah, it, it's just like you know, Angiris in the last film when he discovered his back move. They're like, oh, no, 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 we show it again and again. <laughs> yeah, we really oh, do man. need to describe this just to illustrate yeah. just the silliness of it. Full-grown Godzilla can support his whole weight on his tail. Not just that, but can he can jump and slide and like. The best way to start talking about this movie is is, is by talking about the end of the movie. That's what we're <laughs> the, whole, the half hour WWE uh, fight. Oh gosh, that, Godzilla, yeah. Jet Jaguar, and uh, Gigan and Megalon. Yeah, this movie. Okay, so this movie was shot in three weeks. <laughs> um, three so weeks. They wanted to turn something around. Godzilla's Godzilla's costume was made in a week from green lighting the film to hit pre-production to be made to hitting wow. its first screening six months. Wow. Wow. And the yeah. budget was reduced greatly for this right. too. Yep. This one is stock footage city and it's oh, yeah. not even not even trying to be convincing. I mean, there is film grain in some parts and I mean, it's the lighting's off. I mean, it just doesn't feel like the same era. They use, <laughs> they use some of the models that are supposed to be the Army and the Air Force later yep. in the movie as actual models. Right. In a, in a toy store. <laughs> yes. This one was uh, cheapy. I mean, they, they threw it together. And it, a lot of this movie is just straight up action, 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 action. And like you said, Jim, the end is like a half hour fight. Before that, we get random destruction in five-minute intervals. There's, like, three car chases in the movie. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I will say, the car chases aren't that bad. for what, the, Given the, what their limitations, uh, there's some good... There's a couple good ones, but... Here's the thing about these car chases. Uh, jazz flute is not a great way... <laughs> 
<laughs> amp up yeah. the excitement during a car chase. Can I also suggest should... that you not shoot your car chase day for night? Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're... Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like a, I'm getting a headache looking at this. What? What? What am I looking at? I can't tell. It's too dark because it's crossing well, the shot. Didn't they, like, back and forth between, like, the car chase and something else? Didn't they... What was the other thing they cut back he was to? Fighting, he was fighting Japanese Oscar Wilde. Yeah, in his laboratory. <laughs> it kind of looks like Snape, you know, maybe or, or maybe John Cale. He's got that kind of hair or whatever. Uh, black yeah. turtleneck, and black gloves. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There was that that fight. Well, okay. So, so this is a little roundabout here. This movie apparently there's underwater nuke tests going on. It hits Monster Island. Nobody dies. But the mon- uh, but we get a Rodan cameo and and uh, and Garrus, but they never come back. Right. I think that that Rodan is just like permanently attached to that one spot on Monster Island or Monsterland or whatever that as hell first it's- seen in Destroy All Monsters, and right, they bring but- back the smoke scene in Destroy All Monsters, and then Godzilla leaves and connects it with Ebro, where he does the cannonball off the cliff. Yeah. Right. It's like the third time we've seen that, right, in these movies. Yep. yep. Oh my yeah, god! Like you said, what but, a cheap to use the same stuff over and over and stuff. But, and it's like they're just using this footage from the other movies with narration over it. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like, and when we first, and, but the thing is, when you see the Godzilla from this film, when he first pops up, you're like, "Whoa, what happened to Godzilla?" Yeah, like he's like strung out. His eyes are huge. His eyes, yeah, the eyes were a bit like the biggest problem. They wanted to do more with them, but there was no time. And this poor bastard, this is uh, the guy uh, Sh- uh, Shinji Takaji's first performance as Godzilla. The other guy that we had, he retired after Gigan was his last movie. He had played him since the original, and went all the way to Gigan, and then he was done and didn't have to be in this movie. Um, but. Yeah, when you first see Godzilla, you're like, whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa. Like, like, you know that Godzilla is a guy in a suit and all these other movies, but this really was like the first one where you looked at it as like, that's a guy in a suit. Yeah. There is no denying. That doesn't even like. Well, and the fights uh, all felt like guys in suits, too. Oh, this, yeah, this totally. was This is the first one where I'm like, oh, here's the genesis of Power Rangers. Like, yeah, right? It is the first one that felt that way. Because they're uh, fighting in a well, desolate area where nothing can be destroyed. And it's all in regular motion. It's like not a lot of slow-mo. Mm. This time Ultraman was like kind of all the rage in Japan. It was just starting to make inroads here in the 70s uh, in America. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think Jet Jaguar was them trying to cash in on well, this was some of that filthy, filthy lucre, you know. Like it was a supposed to be a, a Jet Jaguar movie, and then it got canned, and then they brought it back and said, put Godzilla in it. And so they, that's what this is. I mean, I, that right. probably helped, but it's still, you know, there's only so much that can be helped. There's only so much yeah, Godzilla yeah. can do. Yeah, and all Godzilla does is added to a fight. Like, there's nothing else. Right. That, I mean, that's, I mean, this movie goes most of it without Godzilla or a hint of him at all. It is Jet Jaguar's movie. I love how he keeps talking into the medallion, like his AA medallion or whatever oh, yeah. it is. Right? It's like, uh, Jet Jaguar, turn around. He's like, uh, you know, he grows to like 50 feet tall. Ah, oh, I built that into him. I programmed him to do that. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> sure, okay. As you do. As you, As do. you do. But yeah, he's this robot in the movie that's built for 
some reason that gets there's okay so there's the well, that's uh, why Cetopia is there right to steal the robot yes the that's part of their plan they get pissed because of the nukes going off that causes a crack so they raise um megalon oh megalon <laughs> which they brought english people in here because man that is a whole like idea just ill-casted the Cetopia people yeah, Rob, oh Rob, yeah you see that guy well, he's had- like yeah he doesn't fit they had Robert yeah, like, Dunham uh, in it, and he was in actually a Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla, and uh, also a movie called The Green Slime. No. So he's kind of like a, yeah. a, a, a like a British B movie actor. Uh, he's like the only credited non Japanese actor on IMDb here. <laughs> he he he's a regular Glenn. Right, and, he's like uh, he's like Nick Drake in Godzilla versus Monster Zero. You know. Like, yeah, yes. Yeah, they relate raise this monster who is I. He's a hodge, hodgepodge. I I thought he looked like a cockroach, um, kind of. Well, he kind of reminded right. me of like Mothra on meth, so I would call him Methra. <laughs> Methra. <laughs> I wish he, he had a... the wings. It's like they they took they went to the costume thing. We're like, all right, okay, let's put some of these together. What do we got? What do we got? He's like, he's like some sort of god they're raising, but he's also like part robot. And he shoots exploding barrels from his neck. Yeah, like uh, it's like and he's got that and... wicked Wi-Fi antenna out of his the top of his head <laughs> that yeah, shoots he's... Ghidorah's lightning. By the way, right. yeah. yeah, and his hands. <laughs> yeah, um, I hate to take. The, I'm going to steal this from MST because it's perfect. Um, they look like the top of the Chrysler building. His hands. Right. Yeah, yeah, too. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a he's from the school of Gigan design almost. Yeah. And but but not the the one that was designed from by a kid was Jet Jaguar, but it was a different name. And then the kid saw what they turned it into for the movie because they showed him before they were going to shoot, and they and the kid didn't like it. He didn't say it looked like his design, so they had to like change it a bit and call it something else because the kid was unhappy who won a contest to have his thing in a movie. My so now he, now he's not credited with anything. My question is, how bad was the kid's design? Because what we got was no treats. Like shark yeah. teeth or whatever the fuck it had. And the... It's like an electric razor. God. It's like the first draft of the green of Sam Raimi's Green Goblin. It is. Yeah, it is. the mask. Very, very much. They got so basically that's it. They they try to like kidnap the inventor, the boy and his Partner, Zootop- his bachelor partner, his good friend, his good, his good friend, the race car driver. <laughs> yeah, they end up control. There's a guy that stays at their house. <laughs> who, dresses, who, who dresses in clothes from the Speed Racer collection? Yes, yes. <laughs> expected him to jump I'm out sorry. of the car and just to scream. He had the neckerchief and that, uh, yeah, the pop collar. I'm just oh like, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Now, we but, joke about it, but how awesome would it be if the Mach 5 was in this movie? Come on, yeah, guys. It would make it so much better. It would fit. It would those, fit. Car, those car chases would be better. Right? Yeah. yeah. And then the Mach 5 could grow big enough that Jet Jaguar could drive it and, like, run over Gigan and Megalon. It's already a better movie. There you go. It's a bit of a thing, because they, the boy, they get kidnapped in the back of this thing. The guy stays at their house to control yeah. Um, yeah. Right. And he has like a like it looks like an air conditioner hanging on a chain for some reason. Yeah. I think it's supposed to be modern art, but it's like. Well, it's, and the, uh, it, it's it right like battle box way. or something. Yeah. Like as soon as you walk in, it's you know it's to your right, and like okay, well that's the hallway. It's like well, there's this 
huge waste of space where you just have enormous Rubik's cubes or the uh, giant chains hanging. The fuck is this? <laughs> and then the computer looks like a giant mixing salon, uh, like mixing studio. You know, like <laughs> like the, the you know the the Snape looking guy is like you know turning <laughs> dials and levers, like you know. Okay, uh, Steely Dan, reeling in the years, take four. You know, just... <laughs> well, th- this whole computer thing. All right, <sighs> the suspension of disbelief, and maybe with the you know uh, passage of time, it, it has aged even worse. But Jet Jaguar, whatever, he was developed on punch cards. So an AI <laughs> was created in this the seventies that could increase his own size. Teach yes. himself how to fight, and wordlessly communicate with Godzilla. Through punch cards, um, they is able to change the molecular structure of his body okay. in <laughs> the 70s. Plus he knows killer wrestling moves at the end of this movie. What? Those were some efficient punch cards, right? Damn, what a, an amazing coder. Why did yeah. we ever? Why did we ever move from that standard if we could do yeah. that? Yeah. And he's also he's also needed. Okay, the the Seatopia people need him because he can tell Megalon where to go and what to do. I'm like, Megalon can't do that. Like, <laughs> yeah, I I don't understand. Like, yeah, we need him just Megalon. Like, I think Megalon could be fine if you're if your goal is destruction. You raised him I, up from the depths. I think you're good. Yeah, like their yeah. plan was to. Okay, okay. Let's go. This <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna take here. the inventor and the we, little we, boy. We, we're gonna lock them in a storage <laughs> container. Yep. Right. The, the big Bluto-looking guy and the other henchmen are gonna chase the race car driver around in a long day for night car chase scene, mm-hmm. which, like you said, wasn't too bad. Then uh, the boy and the uh, inventor like insult. The Oscar Wilde-looking dude and say yeah. he's too stupid to build his own robot. They fight. Like, oh, well, he's making so mad. When the boy and the guy come back, this the poor bat, the guy who's controlling is that the Oscar Wilde dude that's controlling. Yeah, him? yeah. So long hair. When they when they confront him, they yeah. fight. They take a like remote control plane and fly it into his face, and yeah. it like, oh, yeah. gushes ah. blood. And then to like insult to injury, he's defeated by the kid. Swinging on a rope, barely kicking him and knocking him out. <laughs> yep. But that's not all. He gets out of there and he's, he happens to walk by Megalon doing shit and knocks a boulder over and crushes him. <laughs> right? Like, Jesus. <laughs> I can't get a break. At least, we didn't, at least we didn't have any loose ends to deal with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of that chapter. Well, no, that's a tight, pl- tightly wound plot, isn't it? <laughs> <sighs> The Satopians said, hey, humanity sucks, so we'll take our giant beetle monster. That'll destroy him. Great. But we also need another robot to help destroy Godzilla. Okay, first of all, how did you get notification of any of this (laughs) shit that was happening? Oh, 1-800-Dial-A-Monster. Yeah, we have Gigan available. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. You also it's, left out that they had like this whole bit with the solid gold dancers to like bring up Megalon. Oh yeah, right. Oh, he's like, uh, you know, oh, it was. Uh, we disco like, fever. Disco. It was like a scene from the Apple or something. Yeah. Oh, and it's, it's exactly to, what I thought. To, to bring yeah. up Megalon, yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. But, like they, how did they get? How were they aware that a robot existed? 
they live not just under like underneath the sea. They live underneath like the the rocks, like deep, deep underneath the rock. They made their own sun. Why do they care what happens on the top? They'll fuck oh, fuck them. They'll fuck each other and they'll die, and then we'll we can go up there when they're done with it and forget it. The speech too that he gives is like, we didn't want to do this. We've waited yeah. a long time, but it's got to be done. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow, inspirational, Papa. <laughs> and what happens to them in the end? Well, it's just over. That's <laughs> right. They, they beat the heck out of them. Their home is the same. Their monsters just lost some self-esteem. That's about it. The robot thing was accomplished. The robot, <laughs> the robot seemingly loses his free will and ability to grow. The country still has <laughs> nukes to test underwater. The yeah. end. Yeah. Wow. That's the deep social message of this movie. Huh? <laughs> no well, matter like, how hard you fight. Well, when they end it, like the, uh, I don't know, the inventor or the friend of the inventor, like they walk away as like, well, hopefully they'll leave Seatopia in peace. Yeah, I'm sure that, <laughs> I'm sure that's going to happen. Yeah, that makes like that, sure. total <laughs> sense. Yeah, this, uh, you know, unknown nation tried to attack uh, the uh, world with their giant monster that they control. I'm sure that it's going to let that go. <laughs> Fuck yeah, it. Sure. No problem. <laughs> you know, do you think, like, June Fukuda was like, you know, guys, we keep looking to the skies, looking up for our villains, the outer galaxies, but what if we look down? Yeah, like... Beneath the it, surface. No, I, I think that he was like... I don't know, really high one day, and somebody played Donovan's Atlantis. Oh, right. And I've seen June like, Fukuda's I, Godzilla movies. I'm not doubting you, Jim, at all. I, I have too, which is why I'm making the statement. <laughs> <laughs> I've got it. And he runs to his typewriter. <laughs> I'll get you, Honda. I will get you. Enough of this alien stuff. They should be on Earth the whole time, and their leader should look like Martin Mull. I've got it. <laughs> in a kimono. Martin Muller in a kimono. With a little crown, kind of. Yeah, yeah right. I like a shiny crown had bad thing. Oh, man. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah, no, I watched the English dub. Colin, you watched the English dub? Of course I watched the Jim, English Jim, you dub. watched the English dub? I did indeed, on VHS. <laughs> now, the dubs on these that we've had haven't been so bad, for the most part. This one... Whoo! Especially the kid. Man, oh, yeah. man. Okay. So, for one, yes. It almost sounds it's like a adult. South Park character. Yeah. It's an adult. Jesus, his mic was hot, and they were peaking. Like it is some just mm. awful audio. Like not even the, not just the performance, but every time he talks. Right. Like, gosh. And whichever one of them calls him Jet Jaguar. Yeah, like, he's like the only. Yeah, he, he's the only person that does it, and his mic is like it's like lower, or like he was off mic the whole time, or yeah, it's weird, right? Yeah, the, the dubbing is just a uh, yeah. It, it it, there's things that wins awards, and then there's the polar opposite end of the spectrum, which is Godzilla versus Megalon English dub. It reminds me of like uh, when uh, back when they used to call it Japanimation, you know, yeah. here. Like the kind of stilted dialogue you would get, like a Kimba the White Lion or a, or a when speed you gotta racer. have a hurry to get in, yeah. get in with, fit in with the lines. Yes. So when they're right. talking, well, they're talking. Yes, Ma, I, told yeah. I told him that. I built that into it. <laughs> that was a crazy party. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're having some fun now. <laughs> oh, it's like a oh, oh, and there's also a lot of oh, 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 
Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> they got to put something in when their mouth is open at all times, right? right. So Right. Well, and Colin, you're talking about the pronunciation of Jet Jaguar. It's all over the place from all oh. characters. And even and then the the song at the end, there's a song that rolls over the end of the credits, which is hilarious, but he calls him Jet Jagger. Yeah. Jet Jagger. Jet Jagger. That song. He's got the moves like Jet Jagger. Right? Yeah. yeah. That that song. We could do a whole episode about that song. Sweet <laughs> oh. baby Jesus, that song. Oh, cool. I imagine that when there's like a hostage situation and they want, the, <laughs> you know, to get them out of there, they just crank this up to, you know, get them out of there. <laughs> God, it's like bump, torture. Bump, bump, knock, knock. <laughs> it's so weird. And, like, the lyrics are dumb, too. Like, if you look at the subtitles, like, Godzilla and Jet Jaguar. Punch, punch, punch. punch. Great. Wonderful. <laughs> Just fucking Grammy award-winning lyrics, you and This week on America's ass. Top Ten, <laughs> oh, this is a song God. going out to a lonesome robot. <laughs> <laughs> and it's played over... A, a robot is like, ah, oh, well, my work's done. Back to being a mindless drone. Right. Back to being normal size. <laughs> yeah. Like, he, he, Put like, the child oh, on his shoulders, carry him on piggyback while we walk off into the sunset. When he talks into the medical alert bracelet or the necklace to control yeah, jet, jet again. It works by line of sight. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he talks into it at the end, he says, uh, what, like, uh, uh, let's go. Or like, are you ready to yeah. go? Like, go where? Where are you going? <laughs> no, let's go now. That's what he said. Yeah. Let's go now. Let's go now. The most vague... Damn it. Dumb. Yeah. Yeah, but so. we were spared a, a whole series of Jet Jaguar movies that may have included that song, so... That was probably, yeah, the theme song to the Jet Jaguar uh, TV and anime and uh, Jet Jaguar serial somewhere in another alternate universe. Yeah. <laughs> Shin Jet Jaguar. Yeah, there you go. Oh, man, it's a a big reboot. (laughs) The Jet Jaguar reboot. They they really wanted it to be a thing, too. You can tell because that song plays through the movie multiple times just without lyrics. Mm -hmm. It's that and that awful Godzilla theme from uh, Godzilla vs. Hedora where Godzilla farts onto the screen like every time. You know, you know what's also funky? The Shiro Honda movies felt like something. These Fukuda ones, like, there's no consistency. He is a di- hmm. almost like a different person every time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, You're right. And it's, yeah, it's it's bizarre. Like, because he can't even, like, because he did the last movie. He used the Godzilla's, well, he just used cut and paste with the score from the last movie, but mm-hmm. here he comes again and just, well, I'll do this this time. Yeah, it doesn't, like, come across as, like, an homage to the other ones or, like, we're, you know, using this to, to, to modify it or whatever. It's just like, no, we're just taking this music from the other one and using it here now. Like, it's, <laughs> it's shitty. Yeah. It, and, yeah, it's shitty and boring because it's not even, like, a new spin, like, a new composer doing his take on it. It's just... It's literally copied over from, yeah, it's like the, the eighth generation copy that they they managed to get the DJ out before he introduced the song. That's, that's right. 
he did. But so yeah, we know what we haven't talked about Godzilla. They convert, they get power back, they get control back of uh, Jet Jaguar, and then he like tries to fight Megalon, fucking title character, and I can't even remember <laughs> his name, uh, by himself, and then they call in Gigan for backup. No, no Ghidorah. Like Gai- Gigan has replaced him as the uh, assassin from space, and then they like beat the crap out of Jet Jaguar, and they call Godzilla in to help. I like how the one with Gigan was holding him with his hooks, you know, in a full Nelson. Yes. While Megalon yes. would like punch him and then throw those little barrel like they kind of reminded me of uh, remember the Herculoids Tundra, the little barrels that he would shoot out. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, Megalon mm-hmm. yes, yes. kind of these two from the uh, the Herculoids cartoon, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean this it is was, a... it just seemed really WWF to me though, didn't it? Or W I'm sorry, WWE. Oh no, it uh, totally is. This is the first time like, like other wait, ones and there's been... Godzilla, he's coming over the ropes. Yeah, there's oh, been he's moves. Not in his eyes, people. <laughs> yeah, there's been moves in the previous ones that, you know, hint to wrestling as an inspiration. This is full mm-hmm. on. Like there is trash talking, taunting, yeah. you know, getting together like almost just it's just missing the rings, but they do put fire in here. To surround him, yeah. So they they are full on tag team match. All the antics are there. It's kind of it's fun to watch. It's fun to watch. Not for half an hour. <laughs> but yeah, they're holding. Like, there's some vicious stuff going on from the good guys that just make me. At times I'm like, oh, that's kind of dirty. Like when Jet Jaguar like breaks Megalon's arm. He's like holding. He's like. <sighs> Pretty, pretty ruthless. Yeah, you can hear like one of the wrestlers. Oh, he's fighting dirty. The ref didn't see that one. You know, I did like, <laughs> I, I did like the guy Gad fly. He goes to escape, flies away, and Jed Jaguar, sh- he, his shitty flying move. He flies over to stop him, cuts him off, and guy Gad like gets knocked down, falls out of the sky, and lands and crashes a bridge. Over, yeah. like way to go, hero! <laughs> right. <laughs> You could have just let him fuck off back to space, but no. And the movie ends with him fucking off back to space anyway, so what? Yeah. God. <sighs> would have yeah, been better no. if you didn't do anything, Jet, you fuckass. Basically, nobody dies. They just call it off. <laughs> yeah, because Gigan fucks back off to space. Then Megalon's like, oh, well, I guess I just fell in a crack, and I'm back <laughs> under the earth. And then... Godzilla just walks away to, I guess, Monster Island again? Yeah, how many movies did they end with just Godzilla walking off? Plus, he gives that kind of, you know, salute. He's like, ah, I'm out. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> well, it's, like, extra, yep. it's extra funny because when Godzilla's walking away at the end, you can clearly tell he's walking, like, into, like, the, I mean, not the matte painting, but, you know, the... <laughs> You know, the curtain that's, you know, painted like the background. It's like, he's got about 10 more feet, and then he's going to hit curtain. It is, oh, my God. <sighs> it is, I now, mean, it there, is a rumble. There is a comic book based on this, too, by the way. A Japanese comic that was in color, which is very unusual for oh. comics of the time. So they're available. If you uh, if you Google it, you can find them, if you wish. This, this movie. <laughs> uh, I saw it the first time. I'm good. No, no, yeah, yeah, that's, right. that's why I didn't, you know, I, I, like, you know, if you, if you really want it, you know. No, 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 yeah, 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 I'm good. Okay. I'm good. Cool. Hey. Jim, Jim will give you scans. 
No, 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 it's, it's fine. <laughs> Give it to yourself. He'll read it to I, you. I'm not I, interested in the comic. I have I have the wonderful VHS copy uh, <laughs> as um, uh, Godzilla versus Megalon standing on top of the Twin Towers. Yes. World Trade Center, each on uh, on one of the towers fighting each other. It's brought to you by the Good Times Home Video. I, read, I had so many good times mm-hmm. back in the day. <laughs> of New York, New York, uh, 401 Fifth Avenue. Oh. I'm sure it's probably like a post office or a box number or something. You know what was funny? Like this one, so with Godzilla versus Megalon, somebody got the rights in the U.S. and this was more than any Godzilla before it, aside from probably the original. This one was pushed. He had a huge marketing campaign. It was trying to build off the Dino De Laurentiis King Kong, which was big back in the day, and trying to be with that. But this one like had a big theatrical release, and it's the only movie, the only Godzilla movie to ever be the NBC Sunday night movie. Wow. And it was hosted by John Belushi in uh, 1977. Wow. He was wearing a Godzilla suit, or he was wearing yeah, he did Godzilla. He's got, yeah, he did Godzilla bits. And the movie, because of commercials, it was the reverse, because normally they get uh, extra padding, uh, this one this was an hour long. Oh my god! On TV, wow. yeah. Wow. They cut it down to an hour. And... No idea. I'm a, I'm a huge John Belushi fan too, so I mean, I've never even heard of that. Yeah. So there was a lot of. I mean, there's like you said, Jim is in the drive-ins, in theaters. It was on national television. There was just a big push, and that because you know someone got the rights, so they had a big deal. They're trying to pony piggyback off the King Kong movie. And this was a lot of people's big time first introduction to Godzilla and stuff. So it's been yeah. fairly, I don't want to say popular, but maybe recognizable. And people have a soft spot for it because of the introduction from it. Right. I think also, yeah. like you said, the Mystery Science Theater episode is pretty uh, pretty well known as, as those go. I'd say you know, it's definitely in the top 10 episodes of that period for yeah. sure. Yeah. So this one, do- it has a history. When Godzilla's walking up. <laughs> to the three other main characters of our movie. <laughs> the actual main characters of our movie, I should say. He's kind of doing like this bouncy walk. And the music, it's they're playing a mouth harp. As he's <laughs> oh, right. Up to I it. forgot it. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it sounds like it, it's like the fucking Dukes of Hazard. Like, hey, here comes old Godzilla. Let's see what he can do against them big old boys from space. <laughs> hey, like, hey, what Grandpa, the what's for I- supper? Yeah, like what is this? <laughs> like, yeah. you expect him just like to pull like a banjo off of his back and just like start singing his songs. He's coming up to him. The old down home Godzilla. Ah, God. he shakes. He shakes Jet uh, Jagger's hand. Godzilla shakes hands in this oh. movie. Isn't yeah. that just? Isn't that just a bridge too far, guys? Isn't that just the line? I, I mean, they could have chest bumped. I always thought oh. when they introduced his son, that was the line. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no the the word bubbles in Geigen. What the hell? Which one was it? Was it in Geigen? Right, yep, Brandon. Yep, yep, yep. No, that, word bubbles. That's still worse than the handshake, of course. But it's still like what? <laughs> <laughs> Plus, he gives him a thumbs up. Yeah, yeah. And a two, he gives him like a number two. Yeah. Like I said, yeah, yeah. it's the re- yeah, it's the wrestling. That's where they're going. Well, I guess uh, 
Godzilla probably didn't sleep uh, in between his uh, last appearance, so he's probably been able to pick up some of the pop culture at the time. <laughs> like, if it, you know what? I buy that more than the under sea people knowing that Gigan exists, a thing from outer space. Not only do they know it exists, they know how to contact him. Do those sea people ever come back? No. Not that I know of. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't think they came Not back. I'm aware. Yeah. I just wanted to double check the dates, but yeah, Jet Jaguar is such a ripoff of Ultraman. I mean, Ultraman just started five years previous to this movie, six years. Their answer? <laughs> Their answer to Ultraman. Yeah. Ultraman had a moment there in the late 70s. Oh, we popular. did. Oh, yeah. yeah. I know, but Godzilla shouldn't be worried about Ultraman, Ultraman stealing be, his spotlight. Yeah. Right. That's why you wanted to get ahead of the game. Yeah, this Jet Jaguar guy, you know. He almost looks like Ultra. He's like the uh, the ju- the uh, the great value version of Ultraman. Oh no, he totally yeah. is. <laughs> yeah, no. he's the Ultraman I got at Costco. <laughs> my f- my favorite thing about Jed Jagar is that he was in the video game Destroy All Monsters Melee. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Yes, that was like, I think. Mm, well, personally for me, I thought it was like the best Godzilla game ever because it was just the monsters fighting each other so it was like a fighting game yeah it was street fighter yeah but like you were like it was like a 3d game and like you were like like in cities you can like throw them like into buildings and like oh cool like you like throw them in the gas stations or something like like or throw cars at them or something like to blow shit up but it was like a standard fighting game too and but you like um you'd be like in different cities or like you'd be on the island or you'd be on like uh that was a planet X, I think, but just cool. different stuff like that. So like in, in, in jet could, he could uh, shrink size or get bigger or he had some power like that. That was cool. But like, that was like, like with him and like Gigan, like that was like the best part of like playing those games <laughs> because like they kind of like, like, re- I don't want to say redeemed them, but it was like these like characters that you saw like in these movies, like that eh, was dumb, the stupid fight moves. But like in the game, it was like, this is badass all of a sudden. <laughs> it was so much fun. Like all those think- like wrestling moves we mentioned paid off real well in the video game. <laughs> Now comes the point in the episode where we rate the movie we just watched. As we are cult cinema cavalcade, we keep things nice and culty. Our ratings are as follows. Stay with your family, which means you just stay at home. Don't build a robot. You're good. Let things be. Converted, which means, hey, let's check out the surface from Seatopia. Maybe try to get some revenge. Or drinking the Kool-Aid, which means you are all in for a tag team rumble. Let's get down. Throw down. Jim, how do you rate? Godzilla versus Megalon. Well, on, on one end, you know, I saw it. It was the first time I saw a Godzilla movie on the big screen, so I have a great affection for it. On the you know, on the second, you know, on the second blush, it's like it's one it's one of these so terrible, it's hilarious movies. You know, best of that genre I can think of. So between the two of those things, I'm, I'm definitely going to have some of that Kool Aid and uh, and shrink myself down to regular size and give up my free will for no good reason. To uh, an inventor and his uh, bachelor race car driver friend. 
and young boy companion of indeterminate relation. Uh, Colon. Uh, what do you do about a movie like Godzilla vs. Meglon? Oh, aye, aye, aye. Um, I can't even say there's a lot of... There's some good stuff in this, but like with uh, like with the last movie with Godzilla vs. Gigan, um, there was a... Like the, the good stuff in that, I, I felt outweighed the bad stuff. Whereas in this, it's just, it's just, it's just, it's just all bad. It's, it's not very good. Um, this thing is the <sighs> Friday the 13th part eight. Jason goes to Manhattan of Godzilla movies. <laughs> <laughs> Where it's just, it is bad, but you've probably seen it just so much because it's easy to find and it is just puzzling to watch it and just go like, God, this is bad. Why did this happen? Why did everyone keep allowing this to happen? The, and the budget was cut on it to a point where everyone can notice. Um, <laughs> you know, like it, it's like even like a child could be like, "Come on, you guys are really come on, put some money back into it." Even the even the kid was like, "Can I have longer pants? I just want a pair of pants, please." I know it's just just it's cold and I'm in the water. Please help me. God, I don't know. No, no. I stay with my family on this one. I stick a stand in the name of good taste. Don't watch this movie. Friends don't let friends watch Godzilla vs. Meglon. Brandon, how do you rate Godzilla vs. Meglon? It's been fun to talk about this movie. Did a lot of laughs. We've had a lot of laughs tonight, guys. <laughs> had a lot of fun. We've had a lot of fun tonight, but uh, man, this one just yeah, it reeks of cheapness and is it's bad, but it's it's turned a corner of the like, oh my gosh, so, like so bad, it's enjoyable for once rather than just being like son of Godzilla bad, but oh, question posed <laughs> because I have a tough decision here. Am I allowed to count my rating based off a very good Mystery Science Theater 3000 episode? I don't see why not. To which I could say converted, but if you're not watching it Rift, maybe not. But I really do recommend that episode. But do I recommend the movie by itself? No. Oh, man. It could be fun. With the right group of people. And if you don't have friends, you can always find them in your Mystery Science Theater 3000 bots and Joel. But I'm at, I'm at this crossroads. I'm going to be at Converted because this can be enjoyable with the very correct scenario. It has so to be a waxing moon. Going to be nice. I will say, I did... That model airplane to the face was a hell of a thing. I'm always going to remember that. I am always going to remember that. Be cautious with this one. I have given it an, a very empathetic, favorable rating, but my feelings aren't that different than Cullen's. But I'm going to go that route because I know there is a way I can throw it on and enjoy it. Within every man is a conflict. Within every yes, <laughs> so th that's how I'm gonna go with it. So I'm gonna say converted. So if you're on our website and you're like that motherfucker said this, listen to the episode. Like should, 
like should and hear me talk and, and have inner conflict to come up with what I did. So yeah, that's that's where I'll go with this one. Yeah, not a favorite. Not a favorite. Colin, not- what what about the raids again test? Do you do <laughs> Oh, where's this one go? You know how I said that this was like Friday the 13th part eight? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like that in that like, it's so bad, I guess. I'll watch that again just because it's interesting how bad it is. So yes, it is better, certainly more watchable than Raids again. What about Son of Godzilla? God, yes. Okay, so <laughs> so, so Cullen's, Cullen's coming up the meter of how low this is. <laughs> uh, yes. And of course, all monsters attack without question. That's Jim. Oh. Jim, how do you feel about all? Mon- I know we're jumping back episode. How do you feel about all monsters attack? All monsters attack. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's definitely on the low end for yeah, me. Yes, doc footage I mean, of the movie. Yeah, yeah it is. It's just footage from other stuff. But um, I mean, you know, destroy all monsters. Now you're talking. Yeah. Like, well, oh yeah. 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 That's yeah, like yeah. the that's the Avengers of this universe. You know. Yeah. I, I I do think that all monsters attack is still the worst. And it it beat out a black and white movie that was a sequel that <laughs> was a pseudo pseudo like uh, when sequels fall into the trap of just making the first movie again. It did that. Yeah, the first one was is basically Raymond Burr by himself in a hotel room sweating, talking about what he's <laughs> yeah. outside, and then they cut to the footage of Godzilla outside. And then they cut to the good part of the movie. And yeah, exactly. Uh, dumb, dumb idea. On the next episode of Cult Cinema Cavalcade, we'll be discussing Friday the 13th, Part 6, Jason Lives? With James Oster of JoeBlow.com. Yeah, we're taking a little break from Godzilla because Friday the 13th is next week. And of course, we we celebrate. Jason has broken up our little kaiju party. But hey, we'll have fun. And you're, goddamn, you're getting a lot of episodes recently. So quit complaining. <laughs> if you're complaining. I hear unsub- a bunch of people complaining here as you yep. Unsubscribe. Unsubscribe. Like, stop listening to us, man. Like, unsubscribe. That's that's my theme for 2020. Unsubscribe. <laughs> Cult Cinema Cavalcade. <laughs> so taking uh, it apart from the inside. Yep. Destruction. Like, uh, but <laughs> thank you to those who still listen and uh, enjoy the show and enjoying this Godzilla stuff. We are getting good reactions to this. And uh, thanks to Jim Dietz for coming on and discussing this one. Well, thanks for having me. So, Jim, what's going on at HHWLOD? Well, um, let me start off with oldmagicgaming.com. We just relaunched our whole website. It's a D&D actual play uh, website. We take our D&D game that we do live on uh, the Twitch, and we cut it down to a podcast with background music and sound effects and stuff like that. Uh, we just relaunched the whole website. We have a whole bunch of great podcasting content there if you're into that kind of thing oldmagicgaming.com uh, over at hhwlod.com uh, we do, uh, we're in the process of featuring that website actually too uh, we're in the middle of the Walking Dead TV podcast since the, you know, the new season just began and uh, you can also catch me on Nothing's On uh, that's at the Taylor, uh, Taylor com. that's our weekly uh, humorous look at uh, our TV and movie news 
Excellent. And as Jim plugged in here already, you can find uh, Cult Cinema Cavalcade with Jim Deese discussing the Apple on Apple mm. Music and everywhere podcasts are found. I just referred someone to the Dune episode that you did with me uh, myself. And <laughs> That's my a wife. popular one. That's a popular yeah. one. So it's more entertaining than the movie, Jim. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that is. Yeah, that's not an insult. How dare I get? How dare I create entertaining content? Oh no! <laughs> <sighs> oh, well, we look forward to next time. But first, stay tuned for the trailer to Friday the Thirteenth, Part Six. Jason lives. The trailer that actually trails. Cinema Cavalcade, part of the Creative Zombie Studios Network. Follow CC Cavalcade on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Listen to the show on cultcinemacavalcade.com, iTunes, and anywhere podcasts are found. For press opportunities, advertising opportunities, and more information on Cult Cinema Cavalcade, contact mail at cultcinemacavalcade.com. Produced by Brad Shoemaker. Edited by Brandon Peters. Narration by Rebecca Peters. Theme song Pink Baby by Happy Elf appears courtesy of the freemusicarchive.org network. The film and music featured in this episode are part of their respective studios and no infringement is intended. Join us again in two weeks for a new episode of Cult Cinema Cavalcade. Is this the one you think that uh, Arrested Development was uh, referencing when they had that little bit? In was it season three? I don't remember. Um, well, the, the when, when George Michael the had the the jetpack and yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> it definitely had to be. There's yeah. nothing else like that. <laughs> <laughs>